Hello out there. One affirmation that I like to do every day when I wake up is I like to create ways to make me happy. I don't depend on other people to create my happiness. I go out in the world and create my own happiness. So I say to you, go create some happiness. Sobriety is scary. That's why Untapped Keg explores different perspectives of sobriety and mental health so that you know you are not alone. Hopefully, you can find something you can implement into your own life. Sobriety and mental health are topics that often are uncomfortable and complex. We do not shy away from any conversation. But you should know we try to be respectful. But there's always room to learn and grow. Everyone is welcome here, as you are, and you will be respected. We are not medical professionals and do not give medical advice. Please seek medical care if you need it. Now let's get to the show. Hey, you. Thank you for tapping into some Untapped Keg podcast where we explore the different perspectives of sobriety and mental health, where we believe that the only right way to sobriety is the way that works for you. Hopefully there's something in these episodes that you can take and implement into your own life because this journey is your journey and it's not going to look the same as anybody else's. I'm RJ Zimmerman. I have been alcohol free for nine years. Um, I'm a father of two and the host of this show. So before we get started, we have a new, it's somewhat new, I'm still going to call it new, initiative at Untap Keg. And that's where we endorse uh, coaches and courses that have to do with sobriety and mental health recovery. And the reason that I want to do this is I want to provide people with resources where they know that they can go and book a call with people and they're going to get help. It's going to cost money because it costs money to invest in ourselves. But these coaches that we endorse care more about you than they do about the money. So if it's not a good fit, they're not just going to take you and you're not going to get the benefit from it that you are looking for or otherwise would. Um, that is not what we're looking for. And that is my hope and my goal with untapped keg uh, endorsements in the, is that you'll know with this stamp of approval that you can go and get some help and accelerate your journey in life. That being said, our first endorsement is Jake Yoder from Natural Highs Coaching Program. So if you're interested in mentorship for getting sober and thriving in sobriety, book a free call with Jake Yoder, founder of the Natural Highs Coaching Program, which uses mindfulness and holistic health to help you cultivate inner peace and find purpose in your sober life. Jake has been on a recovery and spiritual growth journey for nine years and has helped hundreds of people all over the world with mindset and lifestyle shifts to reach new levels of well-being and sobriety. On the call, Jake will help you explore the root causes of the suffering that led to addiction and provide you insights and resources to help you feel great naturally in sober life. Again, his name's Jake Yoder. And if you click the link below in the description, 
you'll be able to schedule a call with him or um, I'll post a link to get to his website so that the link is also there in the description below, in other words, uh, so that you can explore what he offers and really what he looks at. He doesn't just look at, you know, addiction or alcohol or marijuana, whatever your escape was from life, right? He looks at what can we do to make this life one you don't want to escape from. And that's something that I believe as well, that it's not just about substance. It's not just about the things that we do. It's about creating a life that we want to be present in. And that is a fantastic lead in to today's episode where I went to Brazil. I physically left here and went to Brazil to visit my friend that I have been telling for 18 years, I'm going to come visit you. And I would say next year, I'm going to come visit you for sure. Next year, I'm coming down. And what was the reason I was doing it? I was saying next year. I just, I didn't have a reason. I just couldn't pull the trigger and do it. This year, I finally did it. And while I was down there, it was amazing. It was amazing, by the way. But while I was down there, I was given opportunities to implement lessons that I learned throughout the previous three years and really the last year of making my life one that I do not want to escape from. It's not just about cutting something out of your life. It's about what do you fill your life with? Because you can cut something out of your life, but if you're not filling your life up, there's just a hole. And cutting something out does not equal to fixing. It's not even a Band-Aid. So in this life, sure, change is hard. Things are hard. But I got four lessons from Brazil. And there's context with each. But here they are. You're most ready when you do the thing. What I mean by this is, it's been 18 years. I kept putting it off. I've had the money for a very long time. Money was not the reason why, even though I told myself it was. I always had an excuse. But I realized on my third day or second day there that I was not ready to go visit him until I booked it. And the reason is I could not have been present and enjoyed myself and just been there. I would have been thinking about work. I would have been thinking about, you know, my kids, like, are they okay? I'm going to have to make this up to uh, my partner, my co-parent. Like I feel bad. There's so many scenarios that I would have been stuck in that I would not have fully enjoyed this trip. And it was very immediate that I was able to just be there. I was just able to relax and enjoy my friend and his presence and his family who were so excited for me to be down there and the natural beauty that was everywhere. I would not have appreciated the natural beauty. I would have been thinking, you know, I, I need to go see this. I need to get there. I need to do something instead of just in the moment walking this beautiful, beautiful red flower 
oh my gosh, like that, that red pops. I don't see this red in the U S like, or where I'm at in the U S right. So it relates that lesson, the implementation of instead of feeling guilty while I'm down there, why didn't I go sooner? Embracing that I, I can enjoy this at a level that I couldn't before because I wouldn't have allowed myself to. And that goes to so much in life. Why did you wait so long to go back to school? Why did you wait so long to leave that job? Why did you wait so long to have kids? I can't have kids. Or why did I wait so long to quit drinking? Why did I wait so long to not escape in my life? Go to therapy. There's so many implementations, but the reasoning is because you weren't ready. You took that step. That's you being ready. That's it. That's the sign. That's what you need. Am I ready? See if you'll click that button. Will you make that phone call? Will you answer the callback? That is the question and the answer. And that is also something that has taken me a long time to look at and actually learn. And it just hit me over the head on the trip. Oh, I wasn't ready to come down here before, especially if I'd been drinking because it was carnival. And let me tell you, that's, that was my drinking environment. That was what I would have wanted, but there were non-alcoholic options everywhere. And I'm not just talking soda, water, whatever, like non-alcoholic beer, Heineken zero, Budweiser zero, everywhere, multiple different flavors. Like you could get it. And that is something that's reassuring to someone who may not be all the way comfortable on their journey. So the first lesson is you're most ready when you do the thing. And accept that. Don't feel guilty. Just accept it because it's okay. Lesson number two, open yourself to receiving and allow yourself to receive or allow others to give. I am a person that did not feel worthy to receive anything from anybody. Praise, love, go on down, you know, favors. It didn't matter. I was not in a space where I could accept what was given to me. And while I was down there, my friend was so glad I was down there that he doted on me. I was not allowed to do anything, clear my plate, get myself a water. I mean, they barely let me go to the bathroom alone. (laughs) I'm joking about that one, but like they were so glad that I was there. They were so honored that I made the trip to see them that they wanted to show me how much they loved that and how much they appreciated me as a person and show me love. And it took me a minute to realize like I was trying to force myself to uh, get my own water to, you know, do all these things. And I realized, wait, they're trying to show me that they love me and 
I need to receive that. I need to be open to receiving because I know that I hadn't been before. I knew that that was something that it was a cycle, that it was a self-worth thing, that I had such a deep sense of self-loathing that if anybody did anything for me, I felt guilty. So I felt myself kind of fall into this cycle, right? Of I need to do this. I can't just be there. You know, it's, it's insulting of me to let them clear my plate and my fork and put it in the sink when it's right there. I could take two steps, but really taking a step back and realizing, no, it's insulting for me to think that I need to do that. Not allowing them to show me love is insulting. And not taking guilt on that I used to have those feelings. But just opening myself up to receive that love. To allow others to give to me. Because if I can do that, then they will allow me to give to them. And it's reciprocal and it's real and it's true. And you feel that connectedness. You feel that relationship grow. That's something that I wouldn't have understood even three months ago. And that goes back to you're not ready until you do the thing. You're most ready when you do the thing, right? Open yourself to receive and allow others to give. That's lesson number two. Lesson number three, I touched on during lesson number one, being present in the now. A lot of people talk about that, right? But until you take steps and you feel what it is to be present truly, it sounds like a lot of hogwash. It doesn't sound like something that makes sense. It's, it's something that is spiritual, unattainable. What do you mean be present? Be in the now. I don't, I don't get it. But what I mean by that is my thoughts are not in the past. My thoughts are not, uh, I should have been here 10 years ago. I should have been here 15 years ago. I should have been here while I was still drinking. I can't believe I didn't come sooner. Like I'm a terrible friend. How can he still enjoy me? Uh, do I deserve this? What they're, you know, them doting on me, them showing me their love and giving me appreciation. Do I deserve this? Um, the, the beauty, what, you know, who would it make a road so curvy instead of straight? We need to get there now. Like that's more future worrying about the future, focusing on where I have to be, what I have to do, um, you know, work. Uh, when I get back, I'm gonna have so much work. Oh, I really should have finished that before I left. Um, you know, who's going to bring my packages into the house if they come early, what am I going to do with, you know, uh, my kids? How am I going to make it up to them that I'm gone? All this would have been going through my head. I wouldn't have enjoyed the nature, the, the plant life, the beauty, the views of the mountains 
and the landscapes going to a waterfall actually in my swim trunks standing in the waterfall and sure it was cold but it felt incredible i wouldn't have done that because i would have been thinking oh we got to get in the car and drive back how am i gonna dry off and be sitting on a seat wet i don't want that going to the beach and getting sand on yourself right well how am i gonna rinse off i'm gonna have all this sand stuck on me i'm gonna get it everywhere my friend goes have you never brought sand back into the house it's okay as i'm trying to shake off my sandals and i realize oh yeah there's vacuums and brooms and water to wash it off. Why am I hung up on this? Like it's different when it's the feeling on you that you don't like, then how am I going to get rid of this? How am I going to get this off of me and not just paying attention to a conversation, being there and talking about deep things rather than just the beauty and the landscapes, but What's the culture like? What do you do for fun? Like where do we, how do like eating as a family? Is it late at night? Are we snacks? Like, and then honestly about life and finding out that standing in a waterfall after you do it, they look at it as cleansing your soul. And man, did I resonate with that being present and just Allowing yourself to let go and have fun. I had this smile on my face that it looked like I was forcing it. It was so big. But I had it in every picture because it was, I was so joyful to be there. I was at peace, content, and happy, excited. And I bought a Speedo while I was down there and jumped off a fishing pier in a speedo because why not? What, who am I scared of judging me? Myself. Why would I be scared of myself judging me? Who cares what somebody says on the internet? Who cares what people are thinking there? Guess what? It ain't about me. They're thinking about jumping off that pier into there or what fish are biting or how beautiful is this view? Not worrying about if I'm going to jump in the ocean and there's something in there. Sure, that's a that's a real fear. Did I think about it for a moment? Sure did. Jumped anyway. That was so much fun. And it was so peaceful for me on this trip because I was present and there and not focused on the travel back, not focused on what I have to do when I get back, allowing myself to just be. Not letting the dread of leaving, this is going to be over, to pollute us going and getting a coffee and just sitting down and talking. Talking about family, talking about Uh, being a parent, where to get 
fresh fruits and vegetables for good prices, right? I had to leave in a few hours, but I didn't let that stop me from having the conversation and enjoying it. And that doesn't mean that I didn't feel sad that it was going to end because I knew it was and I knew it was coming. But it just meant that I didn't dread it to the point of I can't do anything. You're most ready to do the thing when you do the thing. Opening to receiving and allowing others to give. Being present. And number four is finding your own flow inside yourself. That one sounds woo-woo. That one sounds universe guiding me. That one sounds yoga, right? Unattainable or confusing. What I mean by this one, finding your own flow inside of yourself is how do you experience life? When you laugh, what is it that brings on the laughter? When are you allowed, when do you allow yourself to let go and have a deep belly laugh or a smile on your face? And it's a part of being present. You're not going to stop thoughts. You're not going to stop emotions. But are you going to let them pass? You're going to feel uncomfortable anytime in life, whether you're in a relationship, by yourself, working, on vacation, in a brand new place with friends. You're making a change, not drinking anymore, going to the restaurant that you used to drink at all the time. And that's all they know about you. And it's the first time. And you got to tell them, I don't drink anymore, or I'm just going to have a soda or not going to that restaurant anymore. It's uncomfortable, but can you let those feelings, emotions, and thoughts pass without just sitting on them and letting them take over your brain? Can you move from one activity to another without dwelling on, I wish we didn't leave that activity. Uh, this one isn't as good. Or I wish we left that activity sooner so we could be here for longer. Can you just enjoy them both for what they are? Can you enjoy the conversation that you're having in the moment without getting mad that you don't believe exactly the same things? Can you allow yourself to smile at nature and landscape and <laughs> laugh and go on the little kitty ride? Because why not go on a ride where it's two full grown dudes in a little car sitting, you know, nuts to butts, like squished and just go down the ride laughing. You can, but are you going to allow yourself to, are you going to find the flow or just allowing life to progress beauty in the silence? 
a big part of life, but specifically internal healing, healing from anything and growing as a person, or let's just say change, uh, trying to better your life, whatever words you want to use, big part is rest. Because when you actively have to change, it's exhausting. When you can't let go and flow, and you're constantly thinking about comparing to the past, when you're constantly wondering what's in the future that you can grab and hold that will finally make you secure, but won't really because you're not secure right now. And I'm talking to my past self there. Why can't you just allow yourself to enjoy where you are now and rest? Stop. Just sleep. And it's not just sleep. It's also not feeling guilty for sleeping, not shaming yourself for not doing enough, not creating more problems before you get a solution. Dwelling on somebody else's actions rather than what you can control and your own responses to that. Our thoughts are not always brought up by us. Do you, does every single thought that come to your head, something that you were thinking about right in that moment, or was it something that popped in your head? Like, Oh, that's a good idea. Or things like that. Like things pop in your head. Reaction. What you have learned through your life. That's it. How are you going to respond to those thoughts? Same thing with emotions, same thing with feelings. You get angry at the stimulus. You get angry what's going on, right? Especially when it comes to people and their actions. If we take a step back, are we angry at their action or are we angry at us allowing that action to happen, right? Or are we angry at uh, we would have been judged and shamed had we done the same action? That's self acceptance right because who cares what other people bring to us if we're like well it was the right decision yeah i did that and it took longer okay it got done right self-righteousness this is one that i struggle with where i think that i'm not just right it's the only way or how could you hurt me like that how can you not see that what you did was wrong because it hurt me well mistakes happen doesn't mean that it's wrong it just means it wasn't the most right maybe i'm wrong maybe i took it incorrectly maybe i took it the wrong way like there's the flow inside yourself 
they get to. And this one is harder. This one's harder to grasp, even harder than being present. Being present's hard. Being present is really hard. But finding that flow that you can go from one activity and just allowing things to happen and your response to them, that's really hard. And I'm not saying that these are the end all be all of lessons. These are just things that I learned from my trip to Brazil that was the best trip I've ever taken. I was happy the entire time I was in heaven. It was so much fun. And seeing my friend and how excited he was that I was there finally and how proud he was to show me his home, the life he's created, the the life he's lived. Showing me a little piece of that. It made me proud too. Proud of myself for taking these steps. Allowing myself to be present, to accept, allowing people to give, opening to receiving, and not feeling guilty that I didn't go earlier. So to recap these four lessons, you're most ready when you do the thing. Opening to receiving and allowing others to give. Being present. Finding your own flow inside of yourself. If you take one of these things, it can help bring you some contentness, some peace, which to me is the path to what we're looking for in life. Because when you're at peace and you're content, it's not very far to get to joy, happiness, and excitement. And you can live from a place of not being jaded, annoyed, frustrated all the time, because that's exhausting too. So these lessons have helped me in implementing them as well. I failed a lot of the time along the way, but it's helped me find my smile and my laughter again. So if you take nothing else, I think exploring the change that you've been looking to make and finding what you need to do to be able to push that button or do that next thing. And try it because what's the worst that's going to happen? You're going to go back to doing things the way you did. Well, at least now you know it doesn't work. And there's a lot of power in that as well. So go to untappedkeg.com slash community and leave an affirmation. You heard someone at the beginning who listens to this show, leave an affirmation that we play at the beginning of the show. If you go to untappedkeg.com slash community, you can do it anonymously. You don't have to sign up. It's off social media. And you can also interact. Tell me what your favorite story is. Tell me, I'll, I'll be there and I will also interact with you. And you can just talk about your day if that's what you want. 
start threads. Um, leave your lessons from your last vacation. Tell me in the comments below, leave me a five-star review. Tell me lessons from your last vacation. All right. Untapped keg. I'm RJ Zimmerman. Thank you so much for being here. Like it, it does, it means the world to me that the people who reach out and tell me that they listen and they enjoy it like that fills my heart up. Let's be better tomorrow than we were today. Because at least if we don't make it, we tried. Have a great week. I love you.